You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And today we're talking about summer camp. Yep. Schools are out. The long days of summer are stretching before us. I love summer. I'm so summer happy. Summer is the best time. And double income families and single parent households have to do some extra juggling in the summer when the kids are home. More and more, families with a parent who stays home with the kids have also turned to summer camps to fill some of the hours in their kids' days. Americans' parents spend a collective three and a half billion with a B on summer camps each year. Yeah, I was shocked at that number. I, I really shocked. didn't know it was that high. Well, I can't think of summer camp without visions of the movie Parent Trap with the young Lindsay Lohan. My kids probably watch that a hundred times and they can quote a lot of it by heart. <laughs> Did so, you ever attend camp as a kid? Uh, I don't, I didn't. I mean, church camp. I guess I went to church camp and I did VBS, which is day camp, Days. Va vacation Bible school. Uh huh. Um, but no, I didn't really do camp. I, I think I had a Girl Scout camp once upon a time when I was in Girl Scouts for approximately six months, <laughs> and then one weekend church youth group event in high school, and that was enough to be like, nope, don't really ever want to do that again. So, and I'm an introvert, so I didn't really like large groups of people I didn't know. So we didn't really do that. Yeah, I agree. I, I I couldn't have told you that. I was not self-aware when I was a kid. But I, yeah, I'm an introvert. Dorm life, even in college, I was kind of confused about why I got exhausted mm. in dorm life. Yeah. With women in and out of my room all the time, talking, talking, talking. Now, my stepmother had, there was a camp down the road from our high school where she grew up. Um, and every summer, they all went. It was a girls camp. They all went. They packed their trunk. It was just like in the movie. Oh, and wow. And they went every summer and, and she loved it. She talks very fondly about all of that. Um, but that was not my experience at all. I don't know if it was a financial thing that people just didn't do it as much back then. I don't I, know. I'm pretty sure. You know, my parents talk about you know starting a business out of their garage mm -hmm. and 80% of small businesses fail and money was really... They'd be careful yeah. with how they spent their money. They weren't going to send us to a bunch of expensive camps. Right. When when I think our our family's philosophy was summertime was just for you to oh, be a kid. So great. Like off the clock. Off I any made kind the of gourmet skin. grilled cheese and Campbell's tomato soup for lunch <laughs> all by myself. I thought I was so big. Yeah. And, and play outside for hours on end and just you had to come in at dark. Yes. It was oh, awesome. So fun. Some of my favorite memories were summertime. So Okay, so when you became a parent, how about your kids? Did they go? Yeah, so my impulse because of that upbringing was not to really even think about camp. Mm -hmm. um, now, we did do vacation Bible school with the kids, and I especially liked that in the younger years. It just gave me a few-hour break. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did our lessons year-round. So it wasn't necessarily horseback riding camp. It was just horseback riding lessons. Right. Piano continued through the summer, piano lessons, dance would even continue. Um, I was thinking about this, though. My cousin and her husband are directors at Summer's Best Two Weeks in Boswell, Pennsylvania. And that's a 50-year program. And it runs summer sports camps for kids ages 8 to 18. 
it looks amazingly fun. And I talked to her about Houston in particular doing that camp when they were new counselors or directors, actually, not counselors. And she's like, Renee, I just really think he would love it. But he did not like to be gone overnight Mm -hmm. places. And now, like, because I know more and all the sexual abuse stuff that comes out, uh, I would likely not send him to a camp where I knew no one far far away, you know. Yeah. Not that that's the perfect solution, but it is part of the solution. So he never wanted to do that, but it did look, it looked super fun to me. But um, what about your kids? Did y'all do camps? We, aside from the occasional youth group events when they were older, which would be middle school, high school, um, and they did like a week-long impact or a week weekend winter fest something oh, right. like that my kids did that that was yeah. overnight um maybe a mission trip here and there um, they didn't really do any no not like a sports camp like you're talking about or the Lindsay lohan kind of deal mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. like that um there would be day camps we would do um my daughter did an mtsu spectrum camp for teachers to practice there um, a horse camp one one time um and ben and houston both had some boy scout yeah, I'd forgotten about that till we were preparing this episode. Things, yeah. yeah, the Boy Scout camp. Boxwell, which mm-hmm. was like a week-long thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was older, though. Yeah. Did Not you little feel, kids at Did all. you feel more comfortable when they were older? I kind of felt, okay, you're 15 years old, you know, whatever. You can tell me if something's off a little more yeah, easily. Yeah, no, I didn't do anything when they were little. Yeah, little. I, I didn't either. It was at least middle school. Yeah. Not that things can't happen. Absolutely. In middle they school They can anytime. School. I don't know. I was just thinking through it going okay yeah he's 15 he's probably safe he's with Ben Mm -hmm. you know they could look out for each other yeah Uh, and and that's a consideration it really is I think you have to have that conversation before your kids leave you know how are they screening their counselors right who are their background checks Mm -hmm. yeah I mean you I mean you can't even work in Sunday school at our church without background checks and that's great that makes me feel so yeah good about the screening that they're doing right so i yeah there's no way i would just willy-nilly Mm-mm. be like oh hey there's this thing in massachusetts for the week <laughs> why don't you just no i wouldn't Mm-mm. do that I, I think i would be a little more leery at that just because of the world we live in yeah for yeah for sure yeah um but there's some camps like around here uh mid-south youth camp is some families we know attended that every single year and it was the thing they looked forward to they they had camp friends and they would only mm. see their camp friends at this at this thing they went to. So was it like ex- the whole family, like mom and no, dad? It was and um, youth. It's just kids. A youth thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Because but, there are camps too. Yes, um, that entire families that the go whole to. families go to, which I would be more comfortable with. But as an introvert, that was never really, yeah, super appealing to me. Kind go of, spend time with a bunch of strangers. Right. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> it does. Uh, you know, <laughs> for a week, I think anybody can handle a lot of things for a week, but still. Um, so there was also something both of our boys did. Renee, that I wanted you to sort of talk about, which was called Impact 360. And they did this in high school, if I'm remembering. Yeah, it was um, either between their junior and senior year, or it was after high school, the summer after their senior year. I can't remember which year I think it was was. during still, because Ben was getting some Junior to senior. I think so. And your daughter did too. Yeah, Emma did too. So Impact 360 is um, put on by the Chick-fil-A Foundation Mm -hmm. family. They began it. It's in Southern Georgia. It's a worldview training camp for two weeks, and it combines like rigorous classroom experience where you're required to do a lot of back and forth exchange of ideas with mm-hmm. some top, like really world-class thinkers in um, 
different subjects, including like abortion and just um, what is a worldview? Like, yeah. you know, a, why do we a, think what a, we think? A Buddhist worldview, an Islamic worldview, a Christian worldview, kind mm-hmm. of overview of those kind of things. And, um, and then they had practicums where they would go out and they maybe had to go to a college campus and poll people about what is truth is is there such thing as objective truth and they had some very interesting conversations yeah to just talk people people. just get backed into a corner with their bad ideas and so um it was excellent 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 that was overnight but they were like 17 18 years old Mm -hmm. um two weeks away met some fantastic people there they're still friends with they're still friends with today love 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 it highly recommend it and you can get college credit if you wanted to like write an extra paper at the end or something like yes, that. Yes, I, I required that of both my kids and they were mad at me about it at the time. But you're welcome. You both graduated early. <laughs> so, right. nope. yeah. Yeah, but no, it was excellent. It's a little bit pricey, but um, they had they met kids there whose churches um, gave them a scholarship yeah. or who like raised money to help them go like you would for like a mission trip or something. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend that. That or Summit, which is its complement. It's sister program. Okay. Um, put on by the Colson Center for Christian Worldview. Yeah, so that it's a co-ed uh, yeah. oh, it's a great experience pre-college yeah really really fun they, you, you they can, loved it yeah loved you can it. only do it too they were they like they won't let you go if you're older than 20 so I think it's like 18 to 20 is the only the ages that you can go so it keeps a real tight yeah. age group they divide you into teams and you have competitions mm-hmm. you know throughout the whole two weeks and yeah it's which, not just sitting in a classroom oh they oh, had a ball no, they had a blast is, yeah it was it was really great life experience and they ate chick-fil-a <laughs> yes. which is also delicious the Lord's so chicken. really worth checking out um so what do we what do, why would we do this bonnie why what are the benefits of sending your kid to camp what things should you consider well i think you should consider financially if you're paying you know americans are paying 3.5 billion on summer camp each year um whether you can afford it or not is probably a big factor but um you know is it just to get your kids out of your hair for the summer or are you trying to get them to learn a specific skill or um you know just have something productive to do instead of sitting around watching tv all day long um you should look at what the experience provides it generally they're going to make some new friends Mm -hmm. they're going to get an opportunity to practice the skills needed to build and maintain relationships like the social function of camp it's pretty central um it's different than school because although school is social, it's really looking at academics mainly. You're sitting in a classroom all day long. Camp is different. But these days, just looking stuff up online, there is a camp for literally everything. Yeah, and I think this diversity of the everything offered camps is for the working parents who, like, I've got to have a place for my kid during the day. So they're either home by themselves. Which, yeah. For the older kids, too, that's not great. That's not good. Or they can go do some really quality, you know, skills training, Mm -hmm. make some friends, learn something new, adventure, right. So there's music camps or band camps. There's science camps. There's like the governor's school here in Tennessee. Right. Which you apply to go to. Mm -hmm. That's a month-long thing on a college campus Mm -hmm. for older kids. And there's camps, obviously, for particular sports camps for kids with challenges like special kids does camp at our church building yep, in the that's summer a local organization that has mm-hmm. kids with disabilities and challenges mm-hmm. um there's camps for kids who are experiencing loss grief um you know maybe they all kids with cancer who come mm-hmm. together for a common um things things they have in common that they can talk about things other kids that can relate to them 
So, and you can do it during the day only, or you can sleep over. So more broadly, when we think about summer camp, we're thinking of the iconic cabins in the woods near a lake where you can swim or canoe, do arts and crafts and have s'mores every night. Like the, I don't know, weird names, Camp Wiggywam or whatever it is, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they can range anywhere from a week to 12 weeks the entire summer. But on average, it's about a nine-week stay. I did not realize it was that long. I guess it can be when you're, yeah, you're trying to find childcare and... I would miss my kids. I would too, and they miss you. Gone for that long? Yep. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's just different um, childhood experiences, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, like... If that's what you did growing up, you might expect, hey, I want my, kid I want to my have, kids to do it too because it was that fun. Cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, what are some things that camp is good for? Well, Just in general for yeah, our children. I think number one is probably independence. And and you talked about Houston was the kind of a homebody, didn't want to leave home a lot. I think a lot of kids are like that. And more and more as we have helicopter parents that have to we've talked about that all the time you're super on top of how your kid feels at every moment and fixing all the things that they need fixed well send them away for a couple weeks teaches them some independence Uh, gives them a third space to learn life skills in different ways than they do at home or at school um a a good in-between for us was I said I'll go volunteer at the camp so mm -hmm. he did not want to do camp and so it was just church camp. I mean, it's like he knew everybody. He's, right. he's not there not with scary. people he doesn't know. He just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. He liked being at home. And honestly, I was mostly fine with that. But by the time he's like 12, I'm like, you know, if I go, would you go? Mm-hmm. Or at that point, if Emma and I went, because Emma could go um, as an older camper, mm-hmm. as a helper. And so we did. Emma and I went and Houston went. Did he even come talk to me the entire time? He didn't even... He hardly spoke to me. Yeah. They the get whole, there and they end up having a yeah. great time. And so then the next year, he was like, oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to that. <laughs> so it was just this hesitancy. Yeah. That we needed to overcome. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Totally normal. Um, the cool thing, too, about our the things that our kids have gone to is that once you've gone and you kind of get in the hang of things and you, oh, this is what it is. All right. I get it. Then the older they get, the longer they go, they can be counselors themselves, mm-hmm. which is a really neat way to give back. Yes. Um, And some great experience and things to put on your college resume. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you learn because a child's perspective is their family is the normal. Mm -hmm. That's the norm. That's their that's their gauge for how people should behave towards one another. How do we act towards our siblings or our friends? And then you go to camp. It's sort of like a little mini college experience, right? Yeah. You get, you get in there and you mix it up with people and go, wait, your parents do what? Uh-huh. Or you behave how? And it's really good for kind of debriefing when you get back like, hey, you know, I can appreciate this about our family or I didn't realize other families could operate in di- different ways that right. might help me understand someone better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if they come from a home that's got a lot of conflict or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dysfunction, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I There's some aspects of camps like that that are away where they you are offline, mm, which I, I think is a great thing for kids. If that's the only way you're going to get your kids offline mm-hmm. for a summer, um, you know, maybe they only have a specific, you can call your mom and dad once on a Tuesday or whatever it is. And the rest of the time, we're not on our phones. We're not playing video games. We're outside. We're doing all the things that we've talked about are so vital to a kid's mental development and mental health. Um, 
I mean, that right there. Well, that was Impact 360. Might Do you remember? The boys me. had to turn their cell phones in. Yeah. Emma had and to turn her cell phone in. actual conversations face-to-face with other people. Yes. And there was a there was a landline on the wall, mm-hmm. and you could go use that phone. The parents could call. or and It's like old times. I know. Whoever's walking by, just pick it up and go track down the person yeah. you're looking for, or your kid could call you from that. So that was it was really good. Really good for that. You're yeah. right. I had forgotten how good that was. So camp can also give your kids uh, relationship skills in addition to independence um, because a lot of times that overnight experience, if they're going to overnight or even during the daytime, can kind of be intense. You're not going home at night. You're not getting away from those people. you got to be in the same cabin with them. So if you've got really good counselors, they can help your kids navigate through conflict in a different way perhaps than a parent could. Um, If they've got great, well-trained adults there, they can help you learn to practice communication or empathy or, hey, how do we get along here? Which are all great skills to have. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a super competitive child, you know, learning that like everyone's not also super competitive. Mm. And for some people, the game is more about the relationships and having fun. That might be a little realization that can help them down the road. (laughs) Back up a little bit. (laughs) Like ease off. Yeah. Yeah. So you can also learn to appreciate differences. And that's kind of what I was alluding to um, with Houston's experience that, you know, not everybody is like you. Not everybody, not every family operates like your family. Um, Boy Scout camp was probably one of the most diverse. Yeah. um, That Houston attended. And it's kids from different cultural backgrounds, religious backgrounds, racial backgrounds, (laughs) different backgrounds for what's appropriate to say or not to say. Houston learned quite a few cuss words. Oh yeah. You're going to learn some stuff. And, and, um, he was the chaplain for the week. So his, (laughs) one of his morning sermonettes was on the words we choose to use (laughs) and how we need to rein that in. And I was like, really? (laughs) Well, isn't that interesting? (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was, but that was really a cool moment where he, he saw like, wow, everybody's not talking like we talk Mm -hmm. and words have power and we need to be careful. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, getting outside summer camps have connected Mm. kids to nature for about as long as kids have been going to camp. Um, at the beginning, I think when camps first started coming on the scene at the beginning of the 20th century, that's what they actually were was to Mm -hmm. get kids out of the city and to a camp we have a camp um it's actually in new york i believe just outside the city Uh Mm uh-huh camp shiloh um yeah that's what it's for it takes kids all around from new york and the inner city and takes them outside to this beautiful um location for the week rural so beautiful it's it's been around forever my mom was a counselor at it really yeah wow and she's 78 and um then my kids went and yep. were counselors mm-hmm. at that i'd forgotten about that camp yeah that's a good one yeah talk about different different culture oh, and different yeah. backgrounds very different that was amazingly formative for my son yep. yeah just to think like they live among so much pavement you know they were talking about that my kids were with them and how they just are never around yeah nature and refer to our play podcast <laughs> I know, it's, so, it's so critical to be around nature yep and another benefit to camps is just letting kids be kids like parents are increasingly curating their children's childhoods yes and there's goal after goal after goal all for the final goal of the best college or the best career and marrying the right person and yeah. or doing the right things and if you just want your kid to put down their phone reduce their screen time worry less about their likes on social media and just be a kid 
Camp seems perfect for that. Mm-hmm. At it, least for the short term. It's not a, I mean, it's not a punishment. No, it's no. A, it's another thing altogether. Like we talk about, if you want your kids off social media, you have to replace it with something else. Yes. You've got to give them experiences and something else to put in there. So depending on your family, this maybe this is an option for you. So the question is, and this is where my hesitation lies, is what is the right age to start? Mm-hmm. So we need to take into account you, your comfort level, your parenting style, your child's temperament. Lots of kids can have fun and successful camp experiences as young as six years old, but that's too young for most kids. And for some parents, the thought of their child ever going to camp without them is unimaginable. Sometimes (laughs) saying, she's not ready for camp, just means... You're not ready. You're not <laughs> ready for them. them to go to camp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Realizing your child can be okay without you is sometimes hard on parents. And it's a big step to let them have that independence. Well, I think the six-year mark, five and younger is too young. To go n- alone overnight. Definitely yeah. would not send yeah, a five yeah. or under. Probably not even a six or eight-year-old. I wouldn't do that. It, prob- it might depend on the child, but I wouldn't have sent my six or eight-year-old. At six to eight, we were just doing vacation Bible school. Yeah. With other friends right so if your child is hesitant yeah that's not the age to force it it. just drop it try again later when they get to be nine or ten this is probably like third grade which is where our church's kids camp Mm -hmm. starts um Mm -hmm. it's probably an ideal age to start they're getting more social um if they're excited to go sign her up if not you might talk to other families who've been or watch videos from what goes on at camp and um, encourage her about it and then go to the information sessions and then if she's still hesitant to go, mm-hmm. you can give her a pass. Say, all right, you get one year. We'll yeah. Look, we'll look at it next year. Yeah. Or. Which is what we did. We just did the pass. Uh-huh. I was like, we're not forcing this. This is not a moral Right. It's not thing critical. That we're trying to work on here. Or you can say, I'm really going to require you to do this. I think we kind of struck the middle because I think I finally said, you need to do this and I'll go. Yeah. I'll go volunteer. Which is a good, yeah. I think that's a good compromise. Um, because in the, in the end, it wasn't just, um, uh, do you want to go to camp or not go to camp? Now, then it became a conquering your fears mm. kind of an issue for uh-huh. us. It's like, okay, well, we're not going to let that be the thing that's controlling you. Right. I want you to be able to say no to it just from within yourself. Right. Okay. With- so there, there's a note that if kids are hesitant to go at around 9, 10, they're still going to be hesitant probably at 13. Oh, yeah. 18. Oh, yeah. I mean, Houston was still hesitant. At, I guess he was, what was he, 12? Yeah. Yeah, he was still hesitant. So it's just how, it's just his makeup. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, when they get there, generally, they warm up to the idea. Mm-hmm. They realize how fun it is. It's all good. Yeah. So, and that, so that was 11 and up is when we ended up sending ours. I can't even remember with Emma. It, like we were not living here so that there wasn't a church camp, mm. you know, kind of experience. So she kind of missed out on that kids camp kind of option. It was just day camp, vacation, Bible school. More. And then, yeah. yeah. And then she was older, more of a helper um, for kids camp. But, um, but yeah, once Houston went at age 12 and you've pointed this out when we were writing this podcast, Usually they find out, oh, yeah, it would have been so fun if I'd gone at 11 or 10. I wish I'd gone last year. <laughs> I wish I'd gone it. That would have been so fun to do that. So in the end, usually it's a good experience. There, there are the ones who don't want to stay and they call home and, yeah, you, you know. You to come get them. The, the one, you got to come get them and all that. But um, that's not usually the case. No. Um, and 
you know, when it comes down to it, like we're not saying you have to send your kid to camp. Mm-mm. Don't send them. You don't have to send them. If you want to send it's them out in the backyard and let them romp and play all day long, hi, we're high-fiving you yeah, right now. That's that. wonderful. <laughs> do that. But don't let them sit in front of a computer all summer. Yeah. This is just a... This episode just came up because I'm just hearing a lot of parents talk about it because school's about to get out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, what are some good camps out there? There's a whole uh, community magazine that lists like pages of ones that you can send your children to. And... I just never had kind of gone down those lists and picked because we had our specific church that was doing ones um, or ones that came up through school. Um, but I know there's there's must be a ton of parents who, like, that's their go-to every yes. year. Yeah. So um, it is an important topic and one that parents are going to have to weigh in on. Well, and I think for us, it was cost. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're expensive. And then if you've got more than one child. Yeah. So we were a single income because I was homeschooling. Sure. There there was not. We kind of had to make our, make our own summer fun. Uh-huh. Um, VBS is typically free. Uh-huh. And summer camp with church camp is not that expensive. It's almost like it's partly subsidized, mm-hmm. you know, by the church. But camps can cost anywhere from, you've got on here, $199 to $800 for day camps. Yeah. Oh, and then, they're paying all the staff, they're paying the counselors, they're paying for activities, arts and crafts stuff they have to have. So yeah, it can get up there. And then overnight camps run like just about 700 to 2000 a week. Yep. So that's $1,000 a kid that parents are budgeting yeah. in their family budget annually. For one week. So like yeah. uh, Impact 360, it was about $1,000 a week. It was about $2,000 when our boys went. I don't know what it is now. Probably yeah. a little bit more than that. We we counted the cost on that one. And and by that time, we were, we were like, we're going to probably be sending them to state universities. And mm-hmm. so we wanted some of the things that that worldview training provided. We thought that was well worth the investment mm-hmm. in their future to have hear some opposing ideas and be prepared to yeah. give an answer like what was it first peter three mm-hmm. tells us so be prepared to give an answer for the reasons you believe what you do and to let them question you know walk through and question some of those things but yeah. it was expensive and i had i i invited i'm so glad that that ben went with houston but i invited all the parents i wrote a letter because i was working for our church at the time mm-hmm. and th- they had had such a good experience emma had had a great experience so i wrote letters to all the parents of the juniors and seniors and just kind of extolled the virtues of that experience and all the things that it provides your child and how well done it is because it's Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So, you know, it's like so well done. Chick-fil-A should be. Uh, yeah. Can they just go in and run Congress? Yes. Can they while, run Congress? Please? Can they do the road systems? Oh, can please. they do like it's so beautifully run. So, I, you know, I was extolling the virtues of this program. Not a single parent took me up on it. Not a single one. And and I had the ability to help subsidize Mm. Um, their children's experience and you know it's just sports are on the radar church camp was on the radar church camp to me is fun but it's not training yeah you don't get a whole lot of so that's a question I would ask myself Mm -hmm. if I were going to pay money for a camp what's my goal what's it for right what do I want it to be for Mm -hmm. do I want it to be just fun okay well then I have these options do I want it to be learning a skill okay well then I have these options or do I want it to be this bigger kind of more training kind of thing like we did right with the boys so ask yourself and then count the cost yeah it would and it depends on the age of your child too absolutely like you're learning more social stuff um and and there is benefit to having 
time with a community and like-minded that's separate from school. Yeah. There's, there's benefit to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I hadn't thought about that. Talk about that because you know, we homeschooled. <laughs> so there's three of us. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. well, you get your, you generally segment your friend groups into here's my school friends. Here's my church friends. Sometimes they overlap. Sometimes they don't. Here's friends from band or whatever it is. But, um, if you're sending them to a specific church camp or kids camp, that's related to your um, spiritual family. Yeah, that's like an extended, more intense time with people that you hope have like-minded values, families who are there, parents who are there that have like-minded values. Um, it's just kind of a... But all different schools, right? There, There's like a ton of different schools represented. Yes. So, so all these kids are thrown together who would not normally see each other. Right. Okay. And so you kind of realize, okay, there's more than just my little, mm-hmm. you know... Mm-hmm. high school or elementary school people that I can talk to in the world. It just kind of broadens your horizons, I think, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. So, yeah. So you're spending a lot of money. You're selling out. So you better you better count the costs and you better, like, know what you're getting out of it. And for sure, know who the counselors and staff are. Um, oh, yeah. Talk to other families who've been before. Yeah. Talk to the kids, if you can, separate from the families because sometimes kids will tell you stuff that goes on there that they're not telling their own parents. <laughs> mm, really? Kids would tell each other things and not tell their parents? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> okay, so okay. kind of get that, get that from some kids. What's, what, what actually <laughs> happened at the youth group oh, event down there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because um, stuff can happen. Stuff does happen. Oh, yeah. And it's not all good. So, yeah, you really, really, truly do need to have those conversations with your kid. And they're unpleasant before they go, but better safe than sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening and you don't, maybe you don't have any of this stuff, maybe you've never considered it before, or if you can't uh, afford it, there are several prominent programs that provide access to camp experiences for low-income youth. Uh, one of them was the Camp Shiloh that we were mentioning up in New York. Um, but these include the C5 Youth Foundation and those are in Boston, Atlanta, Austin, Dallas, and Los Angeles, Sherwood Forest in St. Louis, and a college settlement in Pennsylvania, just to name a few. So there are resources out there for parents to take advantage of. And not to mention all the local community centers that hold camps. Oh, yeah, rec centers. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. A lot of great options. So check out your local community centers as well. Yeah. Based on where you're living. Other great resources. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember. There's a song long ago from Alan Sherman called hello mother hello father do you remember that song <laughs> oh i do <laughs> we were, we memorized that i was saying it all the time um maybe we can put it on the end of this podcast yeah i don't know, I don't know. It. is it in the is it in the public domain Violating maybe copyright but anyway mm-hmm. yeah so it's all about oh i'm writing this letter home to my parents and everything's terrible we've got poison ivy and food poisoning and the lake has alligators but then by the end he's like oh wait, wait, everything's great. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's the, it's the range of emotions from the hesitant kid who's very sad about being dropped off at camp to, oh, wait. Yeah. I'm making some friends. I'm having some fun. Never mind. It's okay. <laughs> I'll see you next week. See yeah. you when you, when you come to get me. Yep. So, so maybe this has made you think a little bit about summer camp. Should we? Did we want to? Does our kid want to? Can we afford it? Yeah. I think this is a totally broad you do you kind yeah of area, which you know I'm not really big on just you do you all the time but I really do think yeah what what are the needs of your family I agree. what are your goals here do it don't do it yep I agree and maybe one child does it and the other one doesn't 
Isn't it nice no to big deal. not have to feel like one more thing you got to figure out as a mom? <laughs> yeah. You're free on this one, moms. <laughs> yep, you get a pass. <laughs> do it, don't do it. <laughs> You're all good. So the resources that we've talked about will be on our website, justaskyourmom.com. And we'd love for you to follow us on Facebook at Just Ask Your Mom and on Instagram at Just Ask Your Mom Podcast. Please rate our podcast and leave a review so people can find it easier. And if you're listening, um, you can subscribe so you can get a new episode every Monday. Send your questions or topic suggestions to Just Ask Your Mom Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, Just Ask, Ask Your, your Mom. Mom.